This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Today on KWTX at 4, the first ever Festival of Trees kicks off this Saturday. Who's behind the event and how you can check it out. And Music Makers returns today. Up ahead, Gordon Collier introduces us to the Husser Brother Band that started performing here in Waco and is now traveling across the country. Plus, a longtime Texas meteorologist talks about what it's like to work through Hurricane Harvey, and that was six years ago. KWTX at 4 starts now. Thanks for joining us on this really beautiful Wednesday. We've been oh. knocking out of the park with these beautiful yes. days. I'm Justin Early here with Keisha Lopez and First Alert Meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. I know you're big on sustainability. Oh, and yeah. So you know what today is? Uh, no, I don't. You do. <laughs> you, you do. In your heart. Today is America Recycles Day. Recycles Day. Okay. And Texas Recycles Day, too. Yeah. Texas as well. Your recycling is often overlooked and brushed off by many because they may not know how to or don't have access to the proper resources, but millions of pounds of items are thrown away every year that could be recycled. One good tip is to follow and make sure that you separate your trash from your recyclable items in a clear bag to help workers at those facilities where if you decide to take them, eat, easily sort through them, that makes it easier on them. Also look up your recycling centers locally. Most are not too far. They may offer free drop off and provide resources to help you recycle as well. Yes, and this weekend, if you have some tires laying around, it's Scrap Tire Day in Waco. There's still time to register, and the City of Waco Solid Waste Department, they're going to host this collection day on Saturday, November 18th, from 7 a.m. to 12 p.m. at 501 Schroeder Drive. All scrap tires will be recycled and not sent to the landfill, so this is a great way to get rid of those tires if you have them laying around. Registration for this event cuts off tomorrow, so you want to make sure to do that. Uh, it's at 5 p.m. for November 16th. Again, that's tomorrow. To learn more and register, go to WacoTexas.com slash scrap tire. And a lot of cities now are going to little apps they have that will send you reminders of when you're trash and you're recycling mm -hmm. and also those large item pickups that they do. Mm -hmm. And the one for Waco is actually great. I use it all the time and my recycling day is Friday. Mine's the first Friday and the second Friday or the third Friday of the month. Okay. And so twice a you, month, twice a month yeah. two times. Every it's other great. week. Every other yeah. week. Yeah. So if you need to check out your city's website, see if there's an app to follow because it literally sends you a little push alert like, hey, don't forget, like, for Veterans Day, we had to set our trash out on Wednesday instead of Friday. Because so the holiday, it's yeah. helpful. It's really helpful to know that. And, and recycling, too. It's easier if you just know when. And you're going to accumulate more trash yeah. you know, as we go into That's the holidays right. as well. So mm -hmm. you'll be so surprised if you recycle, you reduce the amount of trash that you have that goes to the landfill. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that I, re I do my recycling bin twice as much as I do my mm -hmm. trash. And so what you actually have trash wise is so much smaller if you can recycle. Yeah, I mean, as little kids, my dad had us uh, rinsing out the milk containers and milk jugs and stepping on them squashing them in the cans oh. take off the label you take off both sides of the can squash it it was fun it was <laughs> he made it a little game so have fun with the recycling it can be it can be a good time let's have some everyone on our daily four yeah all right so both baylor men's and women's basketball teams brought home wins at the Farrell center last night the baylor women's hosted fourth ranked utah it was era's night right basically taylor swift night Baylor asking Utah, are you ready for it? Now, I think that's a lyric from her song, right? Or a song. Uh -huh. I don't think I've ever heard it. Can you what? Sing? You have never heard that song? Okay, I'm going to ask one? you to sing it. Are, are you, you ready, ready for, for it? it? Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. Okay, that's how it goes. It just sticks in your head. Yeah. <laughs> well, clearly, 
clearly they weren't. The Bears, of course, walked away with an 84 to 77 win. And the fun did not end there last night in the Baylor basketball doubleheader. You know, they do those um, those challenges on the court during timeouts and at halftime. Well, last night, one of those challenges was a full court putt. Take a look at this. Mind you, this is this is a lot it's slicker rolling. than grass. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a different surface for sure. Oh yeah, it's pretty straight. Wow. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! No way! Wow. Wait a minute now. Wow. That was really good. Yeah, so the crowd went wild, of course. Uh, so the guy went home with $5,000 for making that shot. The last person uh, to make that shot was in January of 2020. I would like to, I bet this person, they've either got to be a professional golfer or they like golf all the time or something. <laughs> I think we're going to hear from him at five o'clock and find out and ask all the questions we want to ask. Oh, are we? At five and six, we're going to get. We're, we're I think we're trying to track him down. Him. Marvin Griffin's his name. That's right. And we're going to hear how he did it. And I mean, that's exciting. because you can plan. You know, if you know a grass surface, you know, like a. You yeah, know, like I just said, yeah. That's different, like you said. But this is slick. Slick. Remember, you know, during uh, those uh, half times and timeouts or whatever, the kids go out there and they mop up. You know, yeah. make sure that it's good and clean. And right. Yes. It almost changes it from golf to bowling. It's like bowling with a very tiny of. ball and it's in your hand, just a little butter, <laughs> just a dip. Let a piece of dust be down there and it moves it off course. No, right. be crazy. that's right. Yeah. $5,000 richer. Congratulations. <laughs> we'll talk to them later. Now to number two in our daily four. Yes, if you're flying for Thanksgiving, the TSA wants you to know <coughs> you can bring most holiday foods aboard. That's good news. Okay. Uh, but there are certain foods that need to be checked. As a general rule, solid foods can fly with you. Mm -hmm on your person. Uh, anything that can be poured, spread, sprayed, or pumped. I'll say that again. Poured, spread, sprayed, or pumped should be checked. So make sure you your special gravy, cranberry sauce, and wine go underneath the plane. The agency even has a special list on its My TSA app that will tell you how to travel with most foods. And if you do bring it on board, make sure to keep it easily accessible. Food items frequently require additional screenings at checkpoints and keep it close by on you in hand because maybe you can share it with people next to you too. I right. think that if they start smelling that food, they may want some of it. <laughs> I was trying to look up what this is because here's my question. Um, we know peanut butter is now considered a liquid by the TSA. The TSA says yeah, peanut butter is a liquid. It. So how about the filling of a pumpkin pie? Oh, that's my question. So I'm looking here to see if that actually is impacted. I don't you know. Can, well, um, spray. Because, Wait, okay, what was it? I said it twice. <laughs> spread, but you can kind spread. of. You can spread that filling. Yeah. But yet, yeah. and I've just found it, baked goods, handmade or store-bought pies, handmade or store-bought pies, cakes, cookies, brownies, other sweet treats, including pumpkin pie, can be taken through the checkpoint. So peanut butter. Ooh. No pumpkin peanut pie butter. filling, okay. No I'll, peanut I'll butter take it. pie. Listen. Yes to pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. It's gonna. It's interesting. <laughs> I mean, there. We might talk. Pies I don't know what makes them later. make their decisions. I don't have a clue what makes them make their decisions. But anyway, good luck. Have a, have a good time if you're going to travel over Thanksgiving for sure. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Now speaking of that same thing, number three in our mm. daily four. Yeah. So here's one thing that you won't be able to take on the plane with you. A unique new Thanksgiving dessert. Baskin Robbins has created a special ice cream flavor for the month. It's called Turkey Day Fixins, and <laughs> it's said to taste like, you know, what the name says. Thanksgiving, right? So uh, Baskin Robbins says that the flavor is a combination of some of the sides that you look forward to on Thanksgiving, sweet potato, autumn spices, swirls of cranberry sauce, and pieces of honey cornbread all mm -hmm. in one scoop. Now you can also order 
Turkey Day fixins for delivery through Dash, uh, DoorDash, Uber Eats, and also um, Grubhub. Now, I love my ice cream. Mm -hmm. I love my Thanksgiving yeah. dinner, and right. I like my ice cream after Thanksgiving dinner. Uh -huh. I don't know if I want my ice cream to taste like it. Well, it's not, it's not like know? turkey and gravy and green bean casserole there, fortunately. Because we've seen it. We've seen it all, right? <laughs> the combo but, flavor. And, you know, I kind of, how do you feel about the cornbread in the ice cream? Because there are a lot of, you get that like honey cake, honey cornbread kind of thing, that different textures that are more popular these days. Not for you? See, nothing you said I'll scares me, though. You said cranberry, like sweet potato. Everything was like kind of still in the sweet realm. Yeah. Like you said, Justin. Not adding green beans right. in there. You're not it's trying to add the gravy. It's I don't know. I haven't tried it, so Maybe I can't. Maybe it's separated say. enough and swirled enough. You can take the piece you, the little bite mm -mm. you want. Not from what I just saw. Yeah, that did look no. pretty swirled. And I know some people who are really funny about mixing the flavors in their mouths. They will make their way around the plate, one side. Nothing can touch. Right. Do you have anybody like that in your life? Um, are you that way? I think most kids that I've run into yeah. were oh, really? like that at some point. The one, not the, yes. Not to touch. Ew. We just mixed it all together. We didn't care. My brother and I just shoveled it in our mouths. We're like, oh, it's yes. great. Thanks, Grandma. More cheese and butter on my Brussels sprouts. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Let's look at number four now in our daily four. Okay, we know it feels nice when somebody compliments her outfit. By the mm -hmm. way, I do love your neckwear. Thank you. Yes. This is my yes. yeah. always well, looks great. Very gorgeous. Yeah. Blue on you. Um, Eric gets a cup of coffee for us. You know, nice, mm -hmm. nice things. Make us feel good. But how much can it benefit you when you're the one doing the act of kindness? This is a question people have raised. I think it does. There's a place at the University of California, Berkeley. It's called the Greater Good Science Center. And researchers there are working on something called the Big Joy Project with other research institutions. They looked at 70,000 people from more than 200 countries. They really tried to make it as universal as possible. They found people who do so-called micro acts of joy each day for a week see a 25% increase in emotional well-being. That's according to a recent NPR report on this study. So the micro acts, what are those? It does include things like acts of kindness for friends or complete strangers. It can also include other things to boost joy, like making a gratitude list or keeping a gratitude journal, also meditation, mm. or celebrating somebody else's win. So mm -hmm. kind of getting in on their joy and, and bo boosting them up too, helping yeah. them out while you kind of enjoy their joy too. There's something else uh, that you may have heard of called positive reframing. Have you heard of that before? No. Positive reframing. If you look at something in a positive light, is that what that is? It, specifically, it's when you see a really bad situation that could be considered and find some kind of silver lining. Mm. So it's looking at something that could be initially first blush bad news mm -hmm. and finding something good about it. So trying to find some way to kind of ease the pain a little bit of whatever it is. Hmm. How do you increase joy in your households or in, within yourselves? What do you think? Music. I Music, music, yeah. It's a huge one. Yeah, music. it's big. I think I do a little bit of that already. So I'm glad that there's a study saying that it does help um, because I do. I like to celebrate other people's wins you and do. just try you to do. be positive about things. I'm, I'm like kind of like thinking in the back of my head, maybe I do whatever you said, the reframing thing. Positive reframing, yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't have like, oh man, I spent all my money. For Christmas, okay. Well, then now you don't have it to like you don't have it to spend. So you already did what you, you can't did. waste yeah, anymore. You can't waste anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I do I that. Yeah, it does make sense. Music walks on a day like today. A walk could probably really make you Ooh, feel good. Yes, you know? I, I was out moving about today mm -hmm. in the weather. It's so nice. We are just two days away from the largest one-day food drive in Texas. This year's Food for Families is Friday, November 17th. Wow, can you believe it? I know, it? two days. That's it. That's oh, it. I'm trying to wrap my mind know, around it. Our team will be live at 18 different food pantries throughout Central Texas as you help fill the shelves for the holiday season 
and beyond. And Gatesville's Food for Families began in 1990 at the Care Center in Coriel County with more than 6,000 pounds of food donated that year. Yes, uh, it has now collected hundreds of thousands of pounds of food to support their growing community. You're going to make me emotional, but it's a great day. And, uh, you know, every, every year, uh, these people are self-driven. They want nothing more than to beat the record from the previous year. We're not in any competition with anybody else, regardless of who that might be. We are in competition with ourselves. And it's, and it's a wonderful thing, a thrilling thing, and an emotional thing for me to see these people self-driven. They will come up to me the very next day uh, and they'll say, did we beat our record? Did we beat our record? And I announce the football games here, every game that's played, and I've had them come out of the stands. Did we beat our record? Did we beat our record? I do the clock at the basketball games. I've had them come out of the stands. Did we beat our record? Did we beat our record? And that's a thrill, you know, to see everybody I mean, they're not just doing it, they're excited about it. So I want to say I'm going to call them up, but we're going to have a team there. Oh, yes. All, all oh, morning, yes. day, night, uh, you know, as they collect that food. So we're, we are going to pose that question. Did we beat it? Did, Did we, we beat, beat it? it? And that food care center director you heard from there, Gerald McCorder, who's one of the sweetest people yes. you've ever met mm -hmm. in your life, one of the nicest people. He said uh, they plan to beat their own record again this uh, year, last year. So we're going to see you know, what they do. They raised more than 800,000 pounds of food through Food for Families to help families in Coriel County then. So we'll just see what they do this year. It's a great machine they've got going on. They're just pumping it out, getting things going. Thank you, Gatesville. Sincerely. I just got the goosebumps yeah. again. Yeah, I'm telling you, when those totals start rolling in, oh, yeah. it just it just, it makes you feel, I don't know, heavy and light at the same time. It's yeah. like you cannot believe people have come through mm -hmm. the way they have, especially as time goes on and things get harder, yeah. life gets oh, harder, oh, yeah. circumstances become more dire, and people still find a way to dig deep yeah. and to give. It's so. inspiring. Oh my Indeed. gosh, okay. Yeah. Can't wait. Anyway, coming up on KWTX at 4, uh, they are a local brother band that is now performing across the country. Gordon Collier introduces us to one of the two members after the break. Welcome back. All right, you are invited to kick off the holiday season at the first ever Festival of Trees this Saturday in Waco. All right, so the Karim Shriners, uh, which is a philanthropic organization, is putting together the eight-day event that will involve a forest of Christmas decorated trees. They're going to be beautiful. The sight to see will get everybody in the holiday spirit. And here to share all the details, we have Assistant Raban, that's the title, uh, Randy Robertson and Johnny Price. We want to thank you both for coming here today. So two questions right off the bat. The Festival of Trees directly related to what you are wearing atop your heads right now. The fez is the part yes, of the, the, the and, and so that's something that Shriners wears. So tell us what the organization's all about and how th this plays into it and the great name Festival of Trees now. So we're one of the oldest philanthropic uh, uh, organizations that are around. Uh, we do a lot with the communities um, to help uh, our Shriners hospitals for kids. Um, that's all our, our main goal. One of the reasons why Johnny joined, why I joined, was to help the kids. Um, so that's what we do. And we try and help out our community as best we can. Okay, and this, this the story and history of, of this has been around since the Shriners began, right? The Fez as part of what you wear yes. as part of the garb. Tell us about that a little bit. And then the name Festival of Trees, whatever you can say about that. So they kind of came up, um, so to be a Shriner, you have to be a, a Mason, a Master Mason. Um, and they kind of wanted it um, back in when we started, back in, I think it was what, 1911, I think it was. Wow. 
Yeah, a while like back. That. Yeah, yeah, so a long time ago. Um, it was kind of a, the fun side of, of yeah. masonry. So um, back in the day, the Arabic theme was kind of, you know, the so, fun part of it, the yeah. cool part of it. So that's why they, they came up with the fez. Very cool. I love it. I love it. And the festival of trees. So how will the festival of trees work? So basically we have uh, businesses that have donated trees. Mm -hmm. They donated the trees, the decorations, and all the gifts with it. Um, we set it up in the shrine. Um, we have about 40, roughly 40 trees right now that uh, businesses have donated. Mm -hmm. uh, public comes in, they get raffle tickets, and they will raffle when they, if they win the raffle, they get the tree, the decoration, and all the gifts with it. Cool. What are some of the themes, and maybe you can tell us too, what you think about your favorites so far. What are some of the things people can see, and what favorites mm -hmm. do you have? We've got one that's full of cowboy stuff. It's got oh, Dallas cowboy Cowboys. tickets Dallas and right. box seats to oh. a, private box seats to okay. uh, uh, the, one of the cowboy games December 30th, including parking. So, so this is not just the tree itself. This comes thing. along with some pretty big prizes. All kinds of prizes. Oh, yeah, what else along with that? That's a good one, though. With parking, that's a pretty big deal. That's a huge yeah. deal. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so a couple of them, uh, when I left today, um, so all of them haven't been set up, so I haven't seen all of them, but we have, um, the trees range from kids to adults. Okay. So um, we have a couple trees in there that are like Hot Wheels and Barbie themed mm -hmm. with either like some bicycles or power wheel cars. Mm -hmm. um, then we have adult trees that is like a tiki bar and stuff like that. All so right. uh, we have another one that's a smoker. Um, oh. So I mean, we have, we have some, some uh, dress ones. There's a, one of our businesses was a dress, so they have them there. Um, it's the gambit. It's oh the gambit. What creativity, too. Mm -hmm. oh, yes. yes. So uh, how much are tickets, like if you want to purchase a raffle ticket? So raffle tickets we're doing is a dollar a ticket okay. or 125 tickets for $100. Okay. Um, we have a $2 admission fee, um, and that's for anybody 12 and above, 12 and under are free. Um, and we're selling uh, food as well, so we can come out and have dinner, look at the trees. Mm -hmm. um, we have a bunch of activities as well uh, for the public to do as well. What are some of the other activities? So I know you said that the, the trees are for all ages, different, you know, different age ranges, so what other activities for kids and for the whole family? So we'll have um, a drive-through, kind of a drive-through lights down in our camp area. Um, we'll have photos with Santa, those are free. Um, we'll have uh, kids crafts that are free. Um, we'll have a hot cocoa bar, um, so that'll be free as well. Nice. Um, well, that's a lot, you guys. That's a, no, that's, that's a good that, amount. Yeah. And, and just walking <laughs> through the trees, because they mm -hmm. get it all, the tree and all the yes. gifts with it. Yeah. So they get a Christmas tree also. And the experience. Yes. You know, uh, you took my last question. I was going to ask about, oh. about Santa. And, you know, it's, I think it's really cool that you guys have set this up and that Santa is going to be there mm -hmm. and that the, the pictures with Santa is free. Yep, we try to. It's it's for the family. We're right. really because not only um, this this fundraiser is for us to raise money to help keep our doors open, yeah. um, for us to continue doing what we do as Shriners, um, but we also like to give back to the community. So that's why we kind of incorporated the drive-through lights, the Santa. You move, we're also going to have either a train or a. Uh, uh, Tractor, tractor like hayride mm -hmm. that'll go down from yep. our because because our shrines up and we have our camp that's it's lower so that'll take down and kind of go through as well so but a lot of it was we want to give back to the community as well yeah. and again for people that are just kind of joining us if you want to scan that QR code at the bottom of your screen you can get all this information just click on that with your phone or your tablet and you can find everything that we're talking about here and how to go to this wonderful event for the causes that you support and helping people that you help what does it feel like to know that the the joy you're bringing not just through this event goes towards 
support a huge cause as well. It's phenomenal. Um, we have, Johnny and I both have met with uh, patient ambassadors with Shriners and uh, matter of fact, we just we came back from vacation from Hawaii and went to visit one of our Shriners hospitals in Hawaii. And it's to see what they're able to do with these kids, um, the transformation not only in the medical part of it, but also the psychological part of it, you know, to help these kids get back into as normal life as they can. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, it's very heartwarming. Um, it's just, it's amazing what the hospitals do. So it's absolutely. Well, I know that it's taken a lot of work to get ready for this event and it's probably got some more, so we don't want to keep, <laughs> oh, yeah. we appreciate your time and it's going to be a lot of fun. We want to remind you again, uh, the Festival of Trees kicks off this Saturday uh, through November the 25th. The entrance free, uh, the entrance fee to walk through the forest is $2 for those 12 and over and kids 12 and under are free. You can't beat that. That's you perfect, just especially for beat families it. with more than one kid. Oh, We've yeah. got yeah. four at home, it's so we're cool. always trying to add yeah. up how much it's all going to yeah. cost. So <laughs> that's awesome. Prices. That's awesome. Thank you all for coming in today. Thank you. We appreciate you having us here. Thank we'll you. We'll Thank you. All right, Josh and Zach Huser mm -hmm. have been making music locally as long as they can remember. Uh, they began singing together in middle school. They sang together at church. It wasn't long before people started saying, you guys really are something special. Yeah, then they started doing small, you know, local gigs, and the reaction, of course, was the same. Fast forward 10 years, and now they're performing all across the country. Gordon Collier sat down with Josh, um, you know, recently, and uh, he's being featured, I guess, in the Music Makers um, segment, yeah. so can't wait to see this. Check it out. I know as soon as I see a ball, just like the first time, my heart wraps around you and everything is just fine. Girl, I'm missing you. Are you listening to the sounds of the Huger Brothers from Waco, Texas? I'm Gordon Collier, and this is Music Makers. Hey, music fans, welcome to Music Makers. I'm really excited about today's show. Josh Huser is in the house. We've been doing a lot of these interviews via Zoom, but there's nothing like face-to-face. -face. Josh, thanks so much for coming in, man. Appreciate you uh, being Thanks here. for having me, Gordon. You know, if, if you haven't heard these guys, you need to get out there and check out a show. They'll be selling out arena soon. I just know it. I'll be I'll be the one saying, "Hey, I played a picker circle with that guy at Lakeside Tavern." You remember that? Man, that was a long time ago. How could you forget though? <laughs> well, it's good to have places around Waco that you could when you're not on the road go out, hang out and make some music, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, when we're at home getting a, so much talent in this town just to come jam on a Tuesday, Wednesday sometimes is a blast. Yeah. So tell us about growing up in Waco and, and what got you started on this music journey. Yes, sir. So I've lived here in Waco my whole life. My whole family lives here. And uh, I guess me and my brother, we're two years apart. So as soon as we could kind of get instruments in our hands and started singing in church, you know, we, we started jamming. And uh, I think my aunt did my, my folks a favor. After a while, she let us jam in her garage and get out the house for a little bit <laughs> so we weren't annoying our parents all the time. Well, enough talk. Let's listen to some music. Tell us about Honey. Yeah, so Honey is kind of one of these songs. It's a slow ballad kind of feel, and uh, it's one of these, let's change this tonight, you know, talk to your, your, your loved one, and uh, you maybe not, not been getting along sometimes, so that's, that's a good one, one of my favorites. All right, let's listen to it. <laughs> we can talk it out tomorrow before it gets too 
That's a great song. Did you write that? Yes, sir. Me and my, my baby brother Zach did. Uh, that, that's a good one there. Uh, I love one of my favorites in our live show here lately. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so you and, and Zach, your brother, harmonize so flawlessly and naturally. <laughs> when did you realize, um, hey, we could do this? Yeah, uh, Zach, we've always been singing together and it's been fun. Just uh, he's, it's those blood, the, excuse me, those brother harmonies, them blood harmonies. We were singing at school and church together, and we just figured out, hey, if, if uh, we were playing in the talent shows and we had all of our, our folks at school just talking so crazy about us, like, man, y'all boys need to really do something with this. So we just decided one day we better get after it and <laughs> just kept turning and burning. So let's hear another one. How about uh, another acoustic? Uh, no More is a great yes. song. Let's, what do you say? Yeah, excited. Okay, let's do that one. Josh, that is amazing. How'd you get that sound out? It looks like you're in a warehouse somewhere. Where did you record these acoustic things? Yeah, so we, like you said, you, you pretty much hit that right on the head there. Uh, that's a kind of a warehouse, and we just kind of set up some spooky lights, and, and that song, No More, has got this weird little vibe to it, you know? It's just kind of spooky, and, uh, you know, it's just talking about everything's going to be all right, and it's just got this cool little Bob Seger kind of feel to it. Well, let's hear one from the band. How about uh, getting getting gone? Yes, no, no, first of all, you have to tell me about this <laughs> video we're about to see. First. Yes, so uh, getting gone was a lot of fun. We actually shot that with my buddy Trevor, and it's on Lake Waco. That that's the Lake Waco. Yes, it looks like you're, <laughs> looks you're like on. Florida or something, yeah, right? It does. And that that's the good thing. My brother Trevor there on the camera, he can make it look like South Padre Island sometimes. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We actually shot that like in February or March, and the water well, excuse me, the water was still like 50 degrees. Wow! But we made it look like it was July Fourth weekend, <laughs> and uh, had a good time, and had a lot of friends show up, so it was a good time. Huh? Oh, I enjoyed that video. Let, let's see the video and hear the song.
Oh man, another great song, Josh. Um, no doubt in my mind there are great things headed your way and I appreciate you coming in here and, and sharing your time and your music with us. Yes, I, I, I do appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me on and uh, spreading the word about uh, I love what you're doing here at Music Makers. Yeah. Man, this was pretty Thank cool. You. Thank that's, you, Gordon. That's what I love to do. Spread the message about music. Yes, sir. But you got to make me a promise here right, when you're accepting that award for Album of the Year, Entertainer of the Year, you're going to give me a shout out, right? You know it. <laughs> Josh. Huser. Yes. Did I get it right that Huser, time? Huser, you got All it right, pretty thanks. close. Thanks, Gordon. Thanks so much. <laughs> well, thank you so much for watching, folks. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Spread the word about this guy and his brother, the Huser brothers. And thanks for supporting live music. Go see a show. Take your kids. Take my kids. Take your neighbor's kids. Just go to a show. I'm Gordon Collier, and this is Music Makers. That made me laugh earlier when I heard that. Take your friends' kids, take my kids, just go to a show. He loves live music, Gordon does. And those guys sound so beautiful yes. together. The harmony is just amazing. I love the story you told about moving from one location to the other yeah. so you don't annoy some, one person right, too right. much. Let's exactly. annoy somebody else. <laughs> yeah, and they have a website if you want to check them out, Huser Brothers Band. Huserbrotherband.com. That's right. And of course, for the full Music Makers interview, just go to kwtextra.com. You can find the Music Makers podcast wherever you go to get your podcasts. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.